The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. The podcast that isn't just about pop music, but is about pop music. About but pop music and everything else. Hey, pop music is nothing without context, right? That's a good point. So we supply the context and swearing, they supply the tunes. It's the so- it's the podcast about songs that peaked at number two in the UK charts. Hey, who's to say we won't do other countries in the future, but for now, the UK charts. It's episode two of season two. Oh, I'm I Lee it was Kyle. A new season. Yes, That's new exciting, season. isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? I'm Lee Kyle. Um, come see my stand-up comedy show, England's Best Comedian, at the Tyne Theatre on the 20th of April 2024, if it's before then, and you want to. And you want to. Yeah. Ah. Like, don't come if you don't want to. Like, But bear in mind, if you're undecided, it's a very big room for my level of fame. I'm going to be there begrudgingly because I oh, feel I should thanks, support son. you. Thanks, Not because I think it'll be a bad show, just I've already seen it at the Fringe, didn't I? I came along, I supported you, did. It you was and it good. was a very good show. It was good that day, actually, and I think it's going to be better. I've got some oh, little... Of it'll be better, I'm going to try to put a bit of sting on it, as my yeah, friend, bit, my bit friend and confidant, Stone Cold Steve Austin, would say. <laughs> he would say he'd have, like, one beer, two beers, three beers. <laughs> Wine, what? <laughs> Remember and a Bloody Mary, yeah. you know. So anyway, who are you? I'm Kia Kyle, the fruit of your step loins. <laughs> what brings you here? It's because I asked you if you wanted to do it, innit? Yeah, it's quite nice, mate. It's a bonding thing, really. I bet mm. fathers and sons don't have podcasts. Yeah, I mean, the, some will. Some will, but they won't be good, will they? I bet they're yeah. all about, ooh, what have you learned today? And, ooh, do you Whereas ours are just like, we'll mention Stone Cold and Steve Austin. You will say things about sex that make you uncomfortable. You yeah, know what I mean? It's nice, isn't good it? Good stuff nice. like that. Good stuff like that. So what we're talking about is songs that picked at number two. That we think, should that got a number one? We'll compare it with a song that got a number one. And then we it definitively decide whether it remains at number two or goes straight shooting on up to the, the top of the, of the day, charts. We do know better than most of the British public. That's I'd the thing. Say. Can because you trust the British Brexit public? Brexit was approved and it fucking shouldn't have been. This so. podcast should actually be the deciding voice on Brexit. People should listen to this and decide whether we are more trustworthy than the British public in general. Because yes. if they can't I'll be trusted now, with the yes. charts... I've met some right fools. I've met seven fools. Only seven? No, dwarfs. Oh, right, that's where we're getting confused. Yeah, although one of them was a bit stupid, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, Dobie, isn't he? Yeah, there was another one who seemed stupid, but I think he was just asleep. One of them was a doctor, though, one's so he was pretty clever. happy, and I don't really like that. I don't trust it. What was he on? Ecstasy tablets, yeah. no doubt. Oh, God. This is brought to you by Feltnow Productions, CIC, Community Interest Company, the world's <laughs> only community interest co- company slash cooperative run by comedians for the benefit of their local community here in the Northeast. Hey, why not support us? On Patreon at patreon.com slash Feltnow, where you get this early, plus bonus footage, plus loads of actual good stuff as well. You know what I mean? You know what, what I mean? What do you get? Titty oh, pics. Titty pics. <laughs> Dick pics. Pick pics, which are pictures of pictures. Oh. Well, you know what? Going out soon is, um, I mean, this isn't going to be of interest to everybody, Kia, but somebody has unearthed um, the vinyl of of Watcher Geordie, the Geordie BBC comedy radio show from the 1940s yeah. and 50s. So be dropping some of that. But there's tickets for gigs, podcasts, live shows. We're filming four people's live stand-up shows back before the end of this year that you'll get. Nice. Like, there's legitimately loads of stuff. I'm not we'll fucking about... will be the identity of the man who chopped down that sycamore tree. <laughs> It was me. It was I you. cannot tell a lie. I chopped down that tree. <laughs> That's that man who said that in it out of America. 
that, mate, if you I know your know. American history. I don't know. One of the presidents, Abraham Lincoln, I think. Nah, not Lincoln. One of them was like, his famous thing is, I cannot. So what we're saying is we are less informed than the British public, actually. Now no, I think, I think we, we are more informed. Well, we'll see, because um, you can decide whether you agree with our decisions music. on this episode, yeah. well, can't they? Check your music tastes, son. Do you want to know what? I'll, I'll give you a little taste as to. I mean, you know, yeah, because we've had listeners, yeah, yeah. but as to what year we're, we're going back to 1984. Oh, bloody hell, I wasn't born then. Battle of Hastings. I was five then. It was a great year. I was still breastfeeding just because I wanted to. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't even your ma. I wasn't. Neither of us breastfed, which I'm happy with. I know. Yeah, you, I, know I wouldn't like to have. I know breast is better, but I don't want to have sucked my mum's tits. I'm yeah, sorry. I really like tits, right? I think tits are mm. great. And I think it'd ruin it if I was suddenly getting flashbacks to me mum. Yeah, or make it better, and that would make it worse. No, it de- oh, you, you know, know what, what I mean? Well, like me. I think you're all right. No, you're right. you're you to be a better man. Thanks, man. No, but some people must have had that during sex where their mum's popped into their head, and then they've went, oh, brilliant. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. It's about- yeah, they've been caught in the moment, and afterwards they've been like, fuck. Yeah, that was, that's grim, that. Anyway, this that's the sort of stuff we shouldn't be bringing up. Yeah. We're going to go back to 1980. By the way, I saw Dizzy Rascal. Did see Dizzy Rascal? Yeah. How was it? Oh, Tell us about it. Base. Tell you what, we were a bit unsure. He was at the Arena Newcastle. He sold okay, but not brilliantly. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, more than I'll sell at the time theatre. Did all right, did. And um, there was a lot of it sectioned off that he couldn't get to. And we paid for standing tickets, by which I mean, because of your mum's job, we got standing tickets for six quid. Oh, very yeah. nice. But we decided we were too old to stand. So asked if we could sit down. <laughs> and they went, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh sat man. Down. But you know what? He put on a fucking show, did Rascal. No, um, he did. Um, I've never had bass like it. Like, he goes on about his bass. And he came to the party with bass. Well, the crowd intoxicated. You know what I mean? That is, that is very... It was big, big, dirty, stinking bass all over the place. You know, and... Um, was he... Was he- Bonkers, is that him? Was he ever? Some people said he was. Yeah, bonkers. He disagreed, <laughs> but I reckon he was bonkers. And it was a fun gig. There was oh, you could you could smell cannabis in the air, oh, yeah, which suggested that the happy sniffing dogs outside didn't do the best work. But they were just jumping up at everybody happening to see them. But I think maybe everybody had drugs. Everyone <laughs> of and the police wouldn't. just went, "Well, it can't all happen." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't have that many vans. But we had a nice time. I must say. Um, and he seemed like a nice man, Dizzy Rascal, so I was sad to find out when I got home that he bad his missus last year. Yeah, that's not Oh, fun. well. Me and my mum are off to a fun gig in New York, aren't we? We're off sort of, sort of New York gig. Oh, who are we going to say? Um, we're off to Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin s- and Pitbull, Pitbull in Madison Square Garden. Is Pitbull Mr. Worldwide? That is Mr. Can't Worldwide. I can't believe you're going to say. It's going to be in Madison Square Garden. Right now, the cheapest tickets are about $150 each. But you fucking best believe I was paying but that. But you're poor? No, mate, I'm not. I've just been paid the, the Monday beforehand. Um, you have actually, I've in fairness, a lot this month. You have, in fairness, paid back the money you owe me. So oh, I'm is okay. that done now? Yeah, Fair I enough. In that know. case, I was already budgeting that in, but that 150 can be one of the tickets. Well, I'll check. Perfect. I might be wrong now. Oh, you still owe your mam loads, but she's not going to bother you as much as I am. I'm buying a fucking Pitbull ticket. She famously loves Pitbull. And we're also planning to still go see Kesha, I think, which means I'll see um, their hit song Timber live twice within the Timber, space of a yes, week. I learned a fact about Timber. Brilliant. Yesterday. As in, like, the wood or the no, song? No, the song. Right, okay. On a, on a, I was uh, here producing Raul Coley and Mike Milligan's podcast yesterday, and they were interviewing somebody. It was very interesting about the links between Northeast pit poetry of the Victorian era and gangster rap. Nice. And I didn't know this till then, but both Timber. Timber was produced by somebody from South Shields. Oh, that is good. So that you should all decide, I am from South Shields too. 
Catch Raul Coley um, at Red Row at the stand tomorrow in the past. Then, uh, this has <laughs> if gone you out, want. Uh, if you want. I'm sure oh, he was well, fine. Or catch him at, um, he's doing our gig in Whitley Bay on the 20th of December and probably other stuff beforehand that I can't remember. He's doing that gig at the stand with you uh, and Sammy and Sai in December as well. Sammy will not be doing it. She's off filming casually for a year, everyone. She is. She is. Are we allowed to say that now? Is I it? don't know. What's she going to do? Fair enough, yeah. You know what I mean? She's left me behind with a success like it's everybody does. sort of thing you'd mention, isn't it? Like, if yeah. I got a job in casualty, I'd be fucking telling people, but whatever, whatever. Anyway, 1984. <laughs> We're going to September 1984 for, let's call it, a Halloween special. Because it's about Halloween. You're going away for Halloween. I'm also am, while yeah, you're away for Halloween them. with my wife and mother. No, they're not the same person. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Your yeah, mother, yeah. my wife. Your you're going to dead. Salem. She is dead. <laughs> I'm going to um, Mallorca. For two nights on my That'll own. Be, that will be really nice though. And I thought I was going somewhere relaxing. And it turns out I was speaking to the comedian Sam Mays, who used to work over there. When I told her she was going, she was like, oh God, that's the German Magaluf. Oh God. Well, I imagine they just listened to Kraftwerk all well, day. Well, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. So for Halloween, we're going to take you back to the week of the 16th of September, 1984, to decide whether that number one hit, I just called to say I love you, should be bettered by the number two, smash it, Ghostbusters! Woo! Let's have a little listen. I just called to say I love you. I just called to say how much I care. I just called. Ghostbusters. I know you're not the biggest fan. No, but I think it's. I don't a good hate film. Ghostbusters. It's one of many films from that era, and I'm not the first person to have noticed this. That seemed great at the time, and are so slow paced. I find them difficult to watch. Oh, see, I enjoy it. Just the the main culprit, I will say, is Weekend at Bernie's, which is now almost unwatchable. Nothing I never, happens. I was never able to get through that. I've tried. Uh, and it was it your didn't mom's work. favorite film? And then we watched it. And we both went halfway through. Oh, shall we just knock this on the head and put some good on? Yeah. It was Ghostbusters. Um, it was it was a huge cultural phenomenon. Like kids' movies were so big at that point. And mm. would you say it's technically a horror movie? Um, I guess so. In like a really cheesy way. Because kids, you Cause can have is, like, kids horror movies. There is parts that are you know like jump scares and that sort of thing. Yeah. Not like you know, ooh, it's full on, but it's still you know, it's, if you're a child especially, I think there's. Yeah. Like those dogs don't look the friendliest of them. No, those dogs and they look fucking awful. You'd struggle to be scared of the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Yeah, but unless you're if he was there though, you would be scared. Oh man, if you're diabetic, you might not like him. Oh god, that would be the worst. Would be bad, wouldn't it? Yeah. Be, oh so imagine how dirty his feet would be after uh, walking through the streets of New York and everything sticking to it. Yeah, because he'll look at him. He's all you? pristine and white. Yeah, anybody, no, he, he wouldn't would be. not be. He wouldn't be. Have smog all over him. Smog. <laughs> Why is smog? Smoke and fog, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Smog. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. What is hail? Oh, it's just like hard rain, isn't it? But like harder than hard snow, really? I don't know. What is it? Is slush the same as sleet? 
Yes. This isn't the weather special. Let's not worry about that. What's the sun? <laughs> so, what I like about Ghostbusters, the tune, right, by mm. Ray Parker Jr., is I love that it's about Ghostbusters, but if it wasn't about Ghostbusters, it's really good. Like... It's a novelty single, obviously, because it's about Ghostbusters, yeah. right? But musically, it's got very oh, fucking... it's got a nice it's got, to like, it, doesn't a it? Bit it's... Of, a bit of Jackson about it. It's got a bit of, like, Janet Jackson about it, actually, a bit later. You can mm. see... And if that was a song about, you know, like, having a girlfriend or something, it'd be, like, a classic of its type. Yeah. You know what I mean? You would listen to that for not a laugh. Yeah, I guess no one really chooses to put it on without just immediately thinking, well, it's Ghostbusters, Ghost, it? Yeah. But if it was just, like, when I love a girl... And she's in my house. Who am I going to kiss? My girlfriend! <laughs> That's what I like about that though. Like, it's so clearly for the film, whereas a lot of songs for films now are just normal songs that they happen to tie in with the film. I mean, look at fucking My Heart Will Go On and that sort of thing. Like, it's just yeah, it's just a pleasant that song been that a happens hit. to be in a film. That would have been a hit anyway, wouldn't it, for, yeah, exactly. for Celine? You so know, I she like was how she was on the nose oh, Ghostbusters is. Ghostbusters. Yeah, why aren't we making that anymore? You know what I mean? Uh, when you don't feel well and you think you got AIDS, where are you gonna go? Philadelphia! You know what I mean? <laughs> nice! It's nice! <laughs> I think it's annoying that in the new Transformers films they never use like Transformers, Did robots. No, nah, never. Did they? You've got the song right there. What? All you need to do is just update it a bit. You don't even need to do Put that. Put a rap really. in or something. Yeah, exactly. Get Eminem to do a verse, you know, like, it's that all is, you need. Do they even like the theme tune of it? Does it sort of hint at it? Does it go, dun, dun, and then go on with. No. But why do people watch Never. it? It's bollocks, isn't it? I mean, I like Transformers because it's just big robots, isn't it? Like, fucking good. But, but I only like the 2007 one. I couldn't give a shit about any of the other I just ones. Just, I'm really so I bit, think it's just nostalgia. But I'm really a bit disappointed. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Or they could have went... If they weren't going to do that, they could have went... Um, when you're a car, but you're also a bloke, what are you going to be? Transformers. <laughs> I ain't afraid of Optimus Prime. Who's the baddie called again? Megatron. I ain't afraid of Megatron. What are the baddies called? Uh, Decepticons. I ain't afraid of the Decepticons. See? <laughs> Already <laughs> there. <laughs> Transforming makes me feel good. <laughs> that is the best bit in the song, right? I really like where it is busting me feel <laughs> that good. That is the best bit. Especially since that's slang for having an orgasm, yes, you know, having I don't your end off. Yeah, that spoiled it for me because I don't think it was then. It wasn't. You know what it I mean? absolutely wasn't then. But nowadays it's sort of, it's ruined the It is good. It, he's almost channeling an orgasm, his Parker Jr. there. And you can see he's building up to that moment and then he's just like, Busted makes me, yes, I can't wait to bust a ghost. <laughs> don't cross streams. <laughs> oh, they probably do that, don't they? Do they? In saunas and that. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah, they'll probably cross the streams and get that. Try and hit them in the air. Ectoplasm <laughs> on Slimer. <laughs> I mean, this has quickly turned horrible, hasn't it? Sorry, everyone. I got excited about Ghostbusters. Um, the, right. What I'm saying is, I think every film should have a song Ghostbusters about their film. Yeah. And I don't think that is no, I think that's very too much to ask, right? When you're in a room and you can't get out... What are you going to do? Be in soul. You know, for example. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cutting off my leg makes me feel good. There's a little boy and he's dressed real nice. 
what's he wearing? Striped pyjamas! <laughs> Obviously, you know, you've got to give it up before the song. But... Yeah, but that would make you good. I wouldn't know what's going on with these striped pyjamas. Exactly. Presumably he's having I a right be in for a shock. But... <laughs> but then people would... I think it's good to shock people, isn't it? Sometimes you go to a thing and go, oh, God, this film's going to be sad, so I'll get... Imagine going to a film that was sad and thinking it would be happy. And then you're like, yeah. oh, no, it's sad. You'd be like, whoa, toyed. Yeah, we still it, wouldn't it? When you're really cute and you're all yellow, who does Lee love? I love the minions. I Fuck off. love you the minions. You do love the minions. I, I'll I, give as, you that. as we all know, I've never seen the minions. But you I don't love know. Them. I don't really know what they do. But I love the minions. What are they? Like little dustbins or something? Like that. Have you seen what is that film called? I know it's Despicable Me, but I've never seen it. Have you, but then there's also just Minions, isn't there? Is the, like maybe it's tonight I'm going to go in and watch the Minions. Oh, I love them. But what if you didn't like it and it ruined oh, it for you? Oh no, <laughs> no, I love the Minions. When you're all burnt up and you're a nonce, <laughs> what's your name? Fred Krueger. <laughs> He's an odd one. Like, my friend Cy Buglis has got a tattoo of Freddy Krueger. He's a very popular thing. He you go, he's a paedophile. He's, he's got to be, I'm going to say, the, cunt, the world's most popular paedophile, Freddy Krueger. Uh, Michael Jackson? Oh, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. No, however, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, come on. Look, I know there'll be some years who like Michael Jackson listening, but however. However, man. Yeah. What other more popular? So, Jackson... Michael Jackson's ridiculously... Like, it's mm. hard to just think of people more popular than him in general, Jackson, isn't it? Jackson Krueger... Um, Del Boy yeah people don't know about that yet Once and he's still alive to sue but you know, he did didn't he yeah. let's not talk about this let's talk about little Stevie Wonder oh, who by this Stevie point Wonder. wasn't co- obviously burst onto the scene as a child called little Stevie Wonder and is a notorious genius Stevie Wonder cannot say a thing <laughs> god bless him but he didn't let that stop him he didn't let that stop Bloody him good, he? he brought songs out and then they were all good Superstition the others and then is he the one that the woman did on um, Stars and the Rise? Yes, Stars and the Rise, Grease, I think, where yes, yeah. a, a woman blacked up as Stevie Wonder and didn't see what the problem was. No. And it's one of those things where, oh, it's unacceptable, but it's, it is a funny clip, in it? Oh, it just starts moving her head. She does all it? the movements, because she's she not blind either. She to the seat. Yes, she does. She's, she's, just, she's got a stick and the leader blacked up to a seat. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, it's not all right, in it? No, it's horrible. She's got oh. the glasses on and everything. Oh, so, oh, I just caught the say I love you is um, featured in the film High Fidelity with mm. Jack Black. Yes, it is. Um, where he sort of shouts at a woman for coming in to buy this record because mm. it was um, it's considered the low point of Stevie Wonder's creative peak, create well creative yeah. output, but also is commercial high point, and it is very saccharine in it. Yeah, but I can see why it was a hit, right? Like, it's a nice song, and people hadn't not hadn't long. It was if it's if it's time as well because people hadn't long been having telephones in the house. It's yeah. not like now, you know. Like people, that's I mean that's not true. People, some people had them in the fifties, but like your average person would have just started getting telephones in. The, I mean, I didn't have one in the late nineties. We were poor, bless. Oh, yeah. We well, our street only had one phone. Um, an old woman called Katie, who was a nice woman, who we had to go and put. If you wanted to use a phone, you had to put um, twenty pence on her stairs, and she'd let you use our phone. That's insane. Yeah. That how far away it was like just a phone box or something? 
It was, was there, anyone there wasn't a particularly or? close phone box. We'd have had to go to the oh, shops. So you're like looking at a ten sense, minute yeah. walk. Where's Katie? And she just you yeah, just use her phone. It's and nice, isn't it? Give Andrew Wiblin a ring. See if he wanted to go out on Saturday or something. <laughs> Yeah. I knew a boy called Andrew Wibble. Did you not get like walkie-talkies or anything? They were all the rage in the 80s, weren't they? So we, they were you'd often get a walkie-talkie for Christmas, but they didn't really work. They, were yeah. a, they worked about as well as when you'd have a cup on a string and try to pull it tight. I mean, that's what you should have done anyway. But we it, couldn't because... We just lived far away from each other. What was... Yeah, me and Katie, not me and Andrew Wibblin, like would have had to go around like... A, this string would have had to go for estates. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Enough. And I, sometimes would want, if then if you want to ring Smoke other signals, people, wait, no, it's Jarrow and things always just burn. <laughs> it's just fire. Yeah, it doesn't then if you want to ring other people, you'd have to have a system of like loads of different cups going to everyone you might potentially own. It wasn't workable. That's why they invented telephones. Yeah. They originally so had cups, cups everywhere. Got tired <laughs> of it. They originally had running cups. out of cups as well. They were like, oh, mate. All the, all the cups are being used by strings. Do you think Stevie Wonder. Um, so he's there, right? He's going, I just called to say I love you. I just called to say how much I care. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon he's done something? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, make your a lot it. and I do tell her I love her, but I've never rang her. I just wanted to tell you I love you because that's suspicious as yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's strange. What do you think he's done? Uh, I mean, it's probably cheating, but Stevie. he wouldn't know what he wouldn't be able to see, so it doesn't, like, if they kept quiet, well, like, it just, was like a sensual thing I where... I suggest he thought it was his last, and then... Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, like, you know, the, the start of doing it, and he was like, oh, is it, but, you know, then he has a nice look at the just went, shh. Stevie, so I think you should phone the police. You've been sex crimed. You yes. shouldn't be apologising. But then, that's the thing. I understand why these things can confuse you. But I think, I don't think he's done that. I think he's no, just I mean, scratched a car. But again, you'd be like, wait, I'm blind. Yeah, I didn't see it. Oh, Stevie, have a bit more confidence. Your little Stevie, wouldn't it, for God's sake? You know, have confidence in yourself, Steve. He was out walking and he hit a cat with, like, his stick or something. Stevie. What, what's he like, yeah? Do you think he always goes by Stevie? Because I'd like to call him Steve. Uh, tonight Sir at the Wonder's charts, a good Steve name. Steve Wonder. Is he knighted? Because Sir no, Wonder he's not from, fucking... he's not from this, this nation. Yeah, but do you need a be to get Sir knighted? Wonder. How does it work? Well, you can have, um... You can have sort of, um... A version of being knighted, mm. um, which isn't quite the same, but there's an honorary knighthood, which the Queen gave to um, murderous Romanian dictator Nicolae Ceausescu, quite oh, famously. Nice, you nice. Know, so, so the least a very famous paedophile, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Every, Prince Andrew, but he's not beloved, though, is yeah, he? Yeah, no, he's not. So everybody goes on about um, the Queen, how nice she was. But she didn't knight Stevie Wonder, and she did Nicolae Ceausescu. Yeah, the Queen, come on, come are on, you Queen. saying Nicolae Ceausescu is better than Stevie Wonder? Because that is a fucking disgrace. That would be a nice Halloween episode if we got a Ouija board out and tried to communicate and asking her. We, we do that on the bonus. The bonus. We don't have a Ouija board. Well, how can it get be? them online? I'm getting online thing? Ouija board, right? <laughs> because I'll be honest, everyone. Normally on the bonus thing, we listen to the number forty-one hit in the hope it's obscure yeah. in the charts from this week. It's relaxed by Frankie goes to Hollywood. Oh fuck You're off! Fucking, then, yeah. It's a lovely bit of business. Yeah, good song, you know it, right? We don't need to listen to that, do we? So instead, we're going to try to summon the Queen. <laughs> We probably can't do it by a Ouija board because we haven't got one, yeah, you understand? And the, you need them in person, and, don't you? And we're in the Feltnow office and I don't believe in Ouija boards, but the last thing I want to do is get wrong if this place gets haunted by a malevolent spook. Oh, they would, they would right. be annoyed at you, wouldn't oh, they? Oh, they'd kick off, mate. You know what I mean? Hal Branson's a nice lad, but fuck me, he's not going to want to be haunted, is he? Nah. He's in there, yeah, doing a bit of admin and a fucking spook comes malevolently. Even, even with his bank account, yeah. fucking poltergeist's a bit above his pay grade, yeah, it's, it's, it? It wouldn't be fair. But we're going to try our best to summon the Queen to ask her views on Stevie Wonder. 
compared to Nikolai Ceausescu. Whereas we're simply discussing Ghostbusters versus... We're not deciding if Stevie Wonder is better than Ray Parker Jr. Music obviously he is. We're talking yeah. about this. I will say, I don't think I just call it Say I Love You is his worst hit, though. I think that's Ebony, Ebony and Ivory. Oh, that is fucking nothing. I can see it? what they were trying to do, but... Mm, and yeah, no. When you're Paul McCartney and you're Stevie Wonder, people aren't going to tell you no other. Yeah. You know, they're going to go, that is a great idea. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, you've done There's, well, guys. Yeah, you are a bit like the keys on a, the keys on a piano key. You, you are like that. I just can imagine, it's cringeworthy. Imagine the writing session where Paul's went, hang on, black and white, and they create a lovely tune together. Like people. You're like, oh, don't, don't do this. Yeah. Don't do this. I, I, I see what you're trying to do, lads. It's a lovely sentiment. Don't, you will have, you can have a big hit with other stuff. You know, yeah, Paul You've had McCart- enough, if anything. It's a, bit, it's a bit greedy, really, isn't it? Shall we go through the charts from Come this on, week? Then. What we got? To give some context to the times. I just call it say I love you. Stevie Wonder. Five weeks at number one. Number two, Ghostbusters, Ray Parker Jr. Three, the first solo single by the late George Michael, Careless Whisper, which we only recently found out was part written by Andrew Ridgely, who a lot of people write off door and then go, no, but he just kept quiet, kept quiet. Did you know he was a homosexual man, George George Michael? Was he? So homosexual. Was he? Oh, that's nice for him, isn't it? He seemed to have a... We've discussed that in the past, haven't we? How unfair it is for gay men. Yeah, well... How unfair it is that, like, if you're a gay man and you go into a bush, like, you might have sex with a pop star. Like, George Michael might be in there. You know what? It's true, though. If you hook around in Hampstead Heath and you're like, oh, I'm in the bogs. Oh, it's George. Brilliant. Yeah. Like, as a straight man, you're not going to go into the bogs and Kylie's going to nosh you off, are you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Number four. Pride in the name... Oh, by the way, this podcast isn't for everyone. Pride in the name of love by U2. And a better song I at number five. Hate everyone hates U2, don't they? Fuck off. They're very much the sort of band that people who are into them defend them. I go, oh, no, they used to be. You know? Yeah, nah. Number five, Agadoo by Black Lace. No, that's something I can get behind. Agadoo, do, do. Push pineapple, shake a tree. Agadoo, do, do. Push pineapple, grind coffee. Which is, of course, how we all say coffee. Maybe that's what happened to Sick More Gap. Someone just Agadooed too hard. Though <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was doing the late night Agadoo. And then sorry. Like, oh, shit. Sorry, I was having a mini disco. <laughs> Then we've got uh, Dr. Beat by Miami Sound Machine, of course, featuring Gloria Estefan, who later became more famous than them. So they went with Gloria Estefan featuring Miami Sound oh, Machine, which always causes problems, I reckon, in a band. Lost in Music by Sister Sledge, bracket 1984. No, They'd gone song. a bit more synthy, you know. Big in Japan by Alphaville. We've got Then Depeche Mode and Passengers by Elton John. Regular contributor to this show, Shaken Stevens. Oh, up, up I at love that when Shaken pops Howard Jones, I'm not having, at number 12. Malcolm McLaren, who, according to him, invented both punk and rap music, at number 13. <laughs> Laura Brannigan, Selcon, oh, Spandau Ballets, I'll Fly to You, and then Books Fizz in at number 16. Blue Jean by David Bowie, that's, I'm just doing it as adverts, I'm like doing this. It. Hot Water by Level 42 at number 18, and Queen, my least favourite band, in at number 19, with Hammer to Fall. Let's go to, oh, we've got Why by Bronsky Beat. Now, I do like Bronsky Beat. Um, just above orchestral manoeuvres in the dark at 21. Oh, here we go. White Lines, brackets, Don't Do It by Grandmaster Flash and Melly Mel. We're getting some old-school hip-hop represented. Tour de France by Kraftwerk, which, of course, they all listen to in the German Magaluf. Prince, in at number 25, Prince and the Revolution with Purple Rain. You don't think of that entering at 25? No. Do you? 
Freddie Mercury with Love Kills at 27. Wait and see, Freddie. I'm not proud of that. It was quite good. It was quite good. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? It's, it's all right. That's a good joke, that. Apollo 9 by Adam Antin at 28. We can see stars falling somewhat from... Oh, I do play. like Adamant though. I do like Adamant. Yeah, you do. Have you seen Adamant live? No, but I'd like to. There was there was a gig I was going to go see, then I didn't. So he better oh, not really? die. That'd be annoying. I hate when that happens. Frankie goes to Hollywood at, t- at twenty nine with two tribes. What a big year it's been for Frankie. What oh. a year! Of course, as we know, um, only the second band to get um, the first three singles going in at number one in the charts. Oh. Frankie goes to Hollywood, which we've discussed in the past. I'm going to see if Kia remembers. Can you tell me the first three bands to get their first singles at number one? Absolutely not. Who was it? It was Jerry and the Pacemakers. One. Another Liverpool band. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Two and three. Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers. Oh. TS for Fears at number 30. Heaven 17 at 31 as well. That's two hits for Heaven 17. No, the other one was level 42. Thank you for Easter. Yeah, I've only just well. realised they're different bands. Heaven 17 and level 42. Well, blow me tight. <laughs> Smooth Operator by Sid. You know, Smooth Operator. Later, of course, um, the wrestler music for the late Ravishing Rick Rude. William, it was really nothing by The Smiths at 38. The Medicine Song, which I do not recognise by Stephanie Mills and. At 39 and number 40, um, the recently departed Swiss resident, um, she gave away our American citizen, be- citizenship and became Swiss. It's, of course, Tina Turner with What's Love Got to Do With It? And, yeah, I'll pose you this question. What does love have to do with it? Not much, mate, not much. As long as you can distance yourself from the situation, then you don't need to have any feelings. But the Beatles, of course, opined that it is all you need. No, do you true. think they ever discussed it with Tina when she's slagging off love and they're like, you've got now if you've not got love? I reckon the Beatles and Tina have hung out a few times. You would think, you would think, although at the time when the Beatles were going concern, Tina was in a very coercive and abusive relationship with Ike Turner, wasn't she? So maybe mm. sort of, I hope not. I hope she did get another. Be- hey, Tina, you lived through a lot on your life. And just because your stuff's not really to my taste after about, you know, f- from the 80s onwards. I'm glad you came through all that and seemed to have a good life. You know what I mean? I'm not supposed to have no, a good she life. Did. So what we've got to do is decide. Yeah, it's time to decide. Stevie Wonder, I just called to say I love you. Or Ray Parker's Ghostbusters. Now. Are both of them about phones, aren't they? Just really? Yeah. Who are you going to call to say I love you? Someone's got to do a mashup. You know what that, that is? would be quite good. Who are you going to call to say I love you? <laughs> Maybe no, not, no. All right, that very different size. To say I just called. Who are you going to call? I just... <laughs> it doesn't work, does it? No, not really, not really. The two different. But, but if they work together, I'm going to say that they are better than me at music, Stevie and Ray. Yeah, arguably. And, I, I th- well, Ray, it's close. Stevie, I'm going to say he's got the edge on me, musically, right? I think if they worked, to, but they probably won't because Ray's probably bitter. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he would be. You just bought out this amazing little funky number, then you've got Stevie Wonder to compete with. If he'd written that about, that's what he should have wrote Ghostbusters about, calling to say, I love you. Who are you going to call? My missus. You know, <laughs> when you've got a wife and you're miles from home, who are you going to call? My missus. When you love someone, miss very much. Who are you going to call? My missus. 
It's not bad, it's is not, it? It's decent, it's decent. Why didn't he hold off, release it for a single until the next month when it was coming up to Halloween time? He made a lot of mistakes here, Ray. Come on, mate. You made a lot of mistakes. We all know that. And that's got to be taken into account when we decide. For, for the people at home, when we decide, it has to be unanimous. It does. If we both choose the number two song, right? Then that that transpires to take its place at the top of the charts. If only one of us choose it, or if we both choose Stevie Wonder, then Stevie Wonder remains on top now don't go thinking Ray's never had a number one hit this song did get a number one in America so let's not take pity into account yeah I'm sure he was happy enough with that I'm sure he was pleased it's time to decide on it I know we always say on three then decide after three let's keep the tradition going okay on three you're gonna say we're gonna say either Sir Steve Wonder or we're gonna go Boston makes me feel good <laughs> No, because that is too exciting and you'll want to say that even yeah. if you disagree. Boston or Blackface? <laughs> no, we're not saying Blackface. Because if people somehow weren't listening to the start, that just looks like you're saying Blackface. No one jumps halfway through to a podcast. They might have just walked in. Ah, that's true. That's so we're true. going to say uh, Wonder or Parker. That's there easier, isn't That it? makes a lot more sense. Right. On three. Three, two, one. When you need a podcast about who tops the charts, what you gonna listen to? Oh, Vienna! Happy Halloween! Oh, I'm pleased for you, Ray Parker Jr. And Stevie, honestly, it's this is not gonna harm your legacy at all. Yeah, I think it'll be all right, mate. People don't really like that song compared to the other stuff, Stevie. But people like you, people like you, Stevie Wonder, you've been around for a long time. Um, your legacy is intact. Give this one to Ray, you spiteful and bastard. I, come on, man. You had songs in the key of life. It was a great lovely album, Steve. but you don't need this as well. How is Steve? So join us at, at patreon.com slash felt now. We're, we're going to be um, contacting the recently deceased queen. To it's dis- not even that recent anymore, is it? Nah, it's fucking sure. I mean, Time flies. She'd be rotten now. Oh, she'll be a mess. Well, I wonder what you look like about this time of rotten. Without, our eyes are long gone, right? There will be though, won't there? Yeah. You think you're picturing the Queen now? She doesn't look like that now. Do you think she kept her eyes? Honestly, if I was like making the Queen look all pretty for a for a final resting place, I think I'd steal an eye and I'd replace it with a glass one. And imagine it, just having a jar and be like, "It's the Queen's eye." And then later on, they maybe dig her up and go, "She got a glass eye." People would think she always had yeah. one. Oh, that is oh, nice. That. With historians, that is good. That I'd love a glass eye. Would you? No. No, now I thought about it. I don't know what the benefit would be. Patreon.com slash felt now, everybody. Fuck off. Fuck off. Everybody, fuck off. Fuck off. The following is a felt now production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk.